to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we build products in public. Each week we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we share our struggles, our wins and everything in between. I'm Benedict and I'm feeling determined. I'm Benedicta. Today is February 28th, the last of the month. This is mm -hmm. episode number 172 and I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. I know. I like determined better. Maybe I'll just like, I'm determined. I don't like, I'm in charge of my life. I don't feel overwhelmed. I'm just very determined to get a lot of things done. <laughs> yep. 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 That's, that's the plan. That's the plan. What's going on? What makes you feel overwhelmed? Well, I was feeling like we had a lot going on. As I said, like last time I've been feeling, um, I've had like a cold that never kind of went away. And then last week I was like, oh, everything is so up in the air. So I kind of was, you know, tired, I guess. And I, I probably didn't realize how tired because later that week, instead of going on vacation, the uh, whole family just spent a couple of days puking, which is always, <laughs> nice, always a fun activity. <laughs> Always, always feels overwhelming. <laughs> it feels, I don't know, like every time, like it's been a while, but every time at some point in there, like I know, like you'll survive it. Like it's not like a fatal like disease, but like my whole being just kind of like quits and just like, you know, this is never, ever, nothing is ever going to change. And like my life up until now... <laughs> has been stupid and <laughs> like i don't know what it is like i just feel yeah it's not it's not a good it's not a good um it's not a good thing but silver lining is this all kind of started half an hour into our trip to the cabin without running water or or electricity where we were supposed to meet up with another family and i can just imagine <laughs> I'll let you imagine how this would play out if we had gone up there and gotten those two kids and those two adults sick as well in a cabin with no running water. So silver lining. Yeah, dodge the bullet. Oh, yeah. So in some way, dodge the bullet. That way. But we got these lovely photos of like beautiful sun, you know, crisp uh, cross country ski tracks so that felt yeah 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 that's yeah that's life i guess and then yesterday i was just like so tired but i got a lot of stuff done and then i was like oh i'm gonna skip dance class tonight because you know i'm tired i've been sick like i you know i deserve to just like have a break and then i told myself you know you feel better after dancing so i went and it was like rejuvenating. Nice. <laughs> I thought when I left there yesterday, I was like, hope nobody asks me to like do anything or join anything in the next hour because I'd be like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I can do more. <laughs> um, which, I, you know, I feel good, but I don't have more to give. Um, I, I can't right. say yes to anything more, but nobody did, luckily. Um, so I got saved by that but over to you yes. determined that is a better <laughs> yeah maybe um it's the last of the month and initially we set out with the goal of launching the reporting stuff by the end of the month 
that didn't quite work out, but I'm determined. It's a very to, short month. It's a very, it's a short, very short month. Yeah, but still, um, the plan was to get more done than we did get done. But overall, I'm super excited about this and also pretty happy with the progress we made. Because in theory, as I mentioned a couple of times already, like it's in a shippable state, and I guess we're going to ship it at least uh, behind the feature flag to get some feedback. Um, but there's still a bunch of work left for me to do on the back end um, to get it actually to be a real-time analytics thing instead of like a not quite accurate, only 15 minutes uh, increment stuff uh, that we're currently doing. Um, mm. But I'm determined to to get most of this done this week. Um, and, so what do you uh, need to change to make it be real-time? Um, so right now what we're doing is we're looking at the sent messages and uh, mm -hmm. computing the analytics based on the messages in the database. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's a materialized view in the database. So it it only gets updated, updated every 15 minutes or so by recomputing it. Um, and, well, that's the one downside. It's only two, accurate to 15 minutes, which isn't, I mean, it's okay. It's not too bad, I guess. But what's more of a problem is that whenever we delete a user or one of our customers deletes a user from the system because they unsubscribed or whatever or they canceled their account, mm -hmm. we also remove all their messages. Um, so the stats so change. Okay, so you can no longer recalculate then that stat. Yeah, we can recalculate and we do recalculate, but then the number of delivered messages slowly goes down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Like, it's not, it's no longer part of the recalculation. Exactly. So yeah. um, overall, I guess the stats still kind of make sense, mm -hmm. but it's also a lie, right? It's not, it's not a hundred percent accurate. Um, so what we need to do instead is um, write those numbers into a separate table that doesn't get cleared when a, um, mm -hmm. a user gets deleted. Mm -hmm. And then by also um, removing the materialized view to a more like um, yeah real-time thing where we just update the data as stuff happens, um, we mm -hmm. basically get the, the, the best of both things. Like we get, um, we get the accurate numbers and the real-time stuff because we're not only recomputing every 15 minutes, mm -hmm. but when stuff happens. Um, and I've got a I've got a proof of concept implementation working. Um, I don't like the implementation, but it's doing its job. Um, so my, <laughs> my my task for the rest of the week is um, adding a lot of tests and then um, refactoring it a little bit. To, to, so it, it still does what it should do, but... Um, mm -hmm the code is a little bit better and a little bit more modular than what we have today. Um, and I'm determined to get this done this week or at least make this it month. Decent. No, just kidding. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yes. well, then uh, the, should probably go back to work. Um, now, like um, get as much of it done this week and um, then either we can roll it out next week um, or if I'm not done with the backend side of things, we can at least roll out a uh, kind of working version with the kind of accurate numbers um, mm -hmm. at least to get some feedback because I feel like the UI is in a good shape. Um, 
we had a long call um, last week with the team to to discuss like just are we tracking the right stuff? Are we showing the right numbers? Uh, mm -hmm. Tweaking the layout a little bit. So so all of that is is okay and it's a good state and um, ready to be shipped. And then the backend side of things, yeah, I mean, still needs to be done, but it's it's okay. Like if that that's a little late, it's it's not a deal breaker, I guess. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's why I'm determined. Um, well, I like it. Yeah, uh, you'll get it done, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, eventually. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> Is it the new message composer? <laughs> uh, it's not that bad. No, definitely not. Um, I mean, when did you start with this? Like three weeks ago, four weeks yeah, ago. So it's still, yeah. it's still, it's still okay. It's not months. I'm just pulling your leg <laughs> or whatever that um, <laughs> saying, how that saying goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, overall things are moving forward and um, should be able to ship something real soon. Cool. Yeah. But that's about it. Like not much else happened. Um, the only other thing that threw things off a little bit was we once again ha had a customer cancel that had a lot of data in the system. Um, and deleting all of that data becomes a real problem. <laughs> um, Does it slow down, like physically slow down the database or? Yes. Like... Okay. Um, so this was a large customer who had been using us only for a couple of months, honestly. Mm -hmm. And we weren't quite sure about them being a good fit from the start because they were only using okay. like 5% of the system. Um, but they had a connected segment and they were sending a lot of stuff, mm. like a lot of stuff. And then when they canceled, uh, we, of course, like delete all their data. And right now it's the very naive implementation of like just delete from table events where account ID equals mm. whatever. And that just takes forever. Um, and what's worse is it also uses a lot of the disk IO um, mm. capacity. And uh, we had an incident last week where basically that deletes took all the disk capacity for itself mm -hmm. and then everything mm. else slowed down quite a bit. Um, so we had to, to kill it and then um, basically... <laughs> Over a couple of days, just delete the stuff in, in chunks, like in smaller chunks. Um, so eventually it was gone, but like the, the naive implementation doesn't work anymore. So, Is it possible yeah. to set... Do databases have this concept where you can be like, I want this to be deleted, but you can just like slot it around other things? <laughs> like, um, like it's not very... It's not important. Like it's not an important query. Like do it whenever it's... There's room or time, or I don't know what the terminology is. I don't know. I think, I mean, there might be something, but I don't really know about it. Hmm. And I guess it, it also goes a little bit against uh, like the nature of transactional databases where it just like hmm. wants to be in a consistent state all the time. And um, I think that what you just suggested <laughs> is a good idea, but it's also a little bit counter to that. Everything's always consistent type of thing. Um, yeah. So we're looking at a couple of options of what we can do is like either like like build that batching or like that small increment deletion right into the code base. Mm. Or the other thing we're thinking about is using partitioning um, to basically create 
separate partitions for all our customers. So instead of then going through the database or through the table and like deleting all mm-hmm. their individual events, we can just drop the entire partition, which is a much faster oh. operation. Oh. That sounds um, fast. Yeah, it's 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 super fast in theory, but it's also a ton <laughs> of work to to get partitioning into the system. But I, I I think we should do it because it has a lot of other benefits of like just like keeping data localized, um, which would help with a lot of other problems as well. So mm-hmm. I guess we're looking at it, but it's it's not a not an easy task. So yeah, that's hmm. something for later this year, I guess. Always something to do, right? Oh, always. Yeah, it's never, <laughs> there's, there's always something. <laughs> Plus the stuff you didn't plan for, right? <clears throat> Luckily, nobody has asked me to delete their premier follow data. Because <laughs> that, that is not implemented. If somebody, please don't. <laughs> if somebody sends me, you know, like a, the right to be forgotten request or um, yeah. what that action is called. Um, but, but then again, but <clears throat> on that note, Prunier follows just unfollow or facilitated 25,000 unfollows. Ooh, which, that's a lot. That is a lot, especially given that you can only do 50 at a time and right. uh, the as a user and that, you know, of course, it gets blocked if, if there's more than 500 in a day, which don't really happen anymore because the uh, usage is much more spread out during the week. So people will come in and they'll do their 50 and then they'll come back hopefully, and, like, do another 50. Um, so, but still, I feel like 25,000 is is a lot. And it's, uh, and I think we're now, we just, I think it's exactly at, like, 960 users. So let's say it's a roughly 1,000 users. It's, like, 25, 25 unfollows per user. So some people, I think, are unfollowing nice. a lot more. And some people are just, like, not. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna have to make a query that kind of shows the distribution a little bit. That would be fun to see like how many people be fall in the yeah. yeah, zero to ten category. And I think with SATA they have this like aggregation setup, which makes it easy mm-hmm. to do that kind of queries without me having to do that on the transactional database, I guess. Right, like yeah. trying to learn more about these things. Anyway. <coughs> Because on Monday, we're going to interview somebody for the SATA podcast. Who could it be, Benedict? Who could it is be? It, is, is it me? Yes, is it, me? it oh, is. Oh, it's me. Yeah, I almost <laughs> forgot about it. I know it was coming up, but I wasn't aware it's next Monday. <laughs> You'll get an email this week, so <laughs> nice. we'll remind you. But we still, you know, a lot of these things were also going to be worked on over the last couple of weeks. And I've been feeling you know, a little under the weather. Um, so we're still haven't completely decided on the title for the podcast. Mm. Uh, I asked on Twitter and I got some good suggestions, which was the Indie Normal Form by Dan Miller. <laughs> and then Could I Join You by Daniel Pratt. And I was like, replied to him and I was like, oh, you mean as a guest? He was like, no, it was a suggestion <laughs> for the name. I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it turns oh, out that I, I I am not good enough with database jokes. I need to <laughs> study up uh, before next week. But anyway, um, the idea here is that we'll interview indie hackers about their data modeling journeys. Like, you know, 
what data models have they had to change the most? Which ones have they had to change the least? And um, why do they think that is? And like, what can we learn from that? So, you know, the rest of us don't have to make all the same mistakes that somebody has made already or, you know, positive experiences they've learned. Uh, but then we realized that's kind of what ep that would be like the season one of Seda's podcast. Like it's not a given that they'll do it season two. So then I was like, oh, maybe the podcast should be named like Seda Pod or something like these like company podcasts. And then our season is data models, something, something, something. Um, or if we just called it the, the podcast kind of whatever season one is and then they can change that later. Like, how easy is it to change a podcast name inside of Transistor? I, I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like changing it after the fact is probably not a good idea. Like, even if, if it's just like for people not recognizing your podcast anymore in the podfetch, mm. right? They, they subscribe yeah. to it once, they know what it is, and then suddenly something else. <laughs> yeah, that might be confusing. <clears throat> See, and that's that's what I was suddenly was like, oh, maybe it should just be Cetapod you know, a data you know, a podcast about data and data models or data and databases or something like that. And then we'll just introduce it as season one where we talk to indie hackers about their data model journey. So that suddenly hit me, of course, coming up on the deadline because that is when my brain starts working. <laughs> it does not work until the deadline stares me right in the face. But as titles go, we've had data models in the wild. Do you mm -hmm. like? Do you like it? <laughs> it's very tied to the topic of the first uh, first season, which is probably not yeah. Now we're thinking. Uh, now we're th thinking the first season, nice. yeah. And then we also had real world data models. Well, yeah, yeah. that's kind of boring. Da yes, data models in the wild. So either that will be the season, or it will be the podcast that will be. Yeah, I'd I'd really consider like a, a more generic name for the entire podcast but maybe a little bit more fun than say that pod or something like that <laughs> data in the wild <laughs> sure why not yeah okay no thing this down and just note this down right now <laughs> data yeah in so the that's world. a yeah yeah uh, but then it depends on, you know, what will happen in season two, season three, because I, I can see a season where they or we would talk to more kind of domain experts because this season we're talking to indie hackers. I wouldn't say that. Um, I get I, I know you're pretty good with data, data models and databases and stuff like that, because you've been doing it, doing it for a while. But like there are some people who don't have don't do anything else like they only work yeah, with yeah. a specific side of a database that could also be an interesting kind of season but that wouldn't really be about the data in the wild that would be more kind of very it's still about data isn't it like it's all like yeah, it's yeah, very likely yeah. always going to be about data because mm -hmm. it's a database company so <laughs> unless they there's always going to be Unless they pivot yeah. to something entirely else, there's a good chance it will be about data, right? Yes, yes, I would say so. If they pivot to something completely else, they'll have to do completely new marketing anyway. So, right. Um, but this is a good talk. The good talk, data in the wild. Then it could be like a podcast from Zeta about data. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. I mean, it's 
kind of like it. It's obvious about yeah. like the, the the label makes it clear what this is about. It's about data mm -hmm. and like data in well, the wild is okay. That's a play, but kind of can people probably understand that it's about like mm -hmm. data that's out there. Uh, in the real world and not just in the lab. So, because I think that's like what it's important or what's excited me about doing this podcast is exactly that like seeing what actually happens when you go into production and you things live for a while. Because at least what I learned about databases in university and what you learn about data modeling and kind of databases reading articles, it's very much about perfect scenarios, at least for people who are more beginner. You know, there's probably like really complex, interesting things out there uh, about what happens after the fact, but it's it's very like expert level. But but with indie hackers, especially like a lot of people aren't database experts, and then they start creating a product, and you get all these different, yeah, you hit some of the same stumbling blocks that a lot of other people do that don't really fit kind of the narrative of that beautifully normalized database that I learned about in in university, um, which I've never seen, you know, even if I haven't been the one who have been creating data, the data layer in a lot of the projects I've been on, you know, you look at them, you're like, this, this is not how I, this is not what they thought. Like, this is completely different. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, that's like where the wild part or the real world part comes in. Um, yeah. 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 I, I, yeah well, thank I, you for that. I, I like it. So yeah. um, let me know. You're going to be a guest small. and listener? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. And I guess like we should have it done by Monday because then we'll record with you. But it's only going to be a part of the intro. So we could always re-record intro if we end up deciding on something completely different. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it will also be streamed, by the way. I don't know if I told you that, but it will. Live streamed. Like, as, like, like we're doing right now. Okay. Good to know. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. It will be uh, in the email you're getting. Okay, I should probably prepare a little bit. Yeah, cool. Do you have to prepare more? Do you have to like fix your hair before you come? No, on the I show mean like uh, uh, think about what I'm going to say, like uh, so I can sound smart. Oh, so you don't have to be edited to sound smart? Is that what you're? Yeah, like just let not blabber stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, looking forward to that email and then hopefully I, I get some ideas. <laughs> yes. And we would also love feedback on the email because then you're kind of our test. Obviously, um, yeah. Test guest. So so that's great. Um, and just lastly, to, you know, just to make you and everyone who left the corporate world feel good, um, <clears throat> my my two-day week corporate gig uh, these days, uh, to like finalize the contract, I had... To <laughs> I got this like I got this message where it's like please copy this onto your company letterhead sign <laughs> and return and I was like what does that even mean like I it took me such a long time to realize what like the the middle company in this scenario wanted um 
I was like, what? Kind of like, first I just ignored it because I was like, I don't have a letterhead. This doesn't apply to me. And then they were like, you know, please do step four. And I was like, oh, okay, let me read that again. And I thought they like wanted me to put something like in my signature. And then in the end, I realized they just wanted me to copy paste text onto an official looking letter, you know, because letterheads are those from the olden days, like you would print paper with your logo and your address and then you would write your letters on that and that would be then your like your official letters and then sign sign it and send back so i spent more time than i would like to admit to parse that sentence but then also to go on to google doc templates and like find find a letterhead template (laughs) find a letter so i chose um letter Spearmint or something was the template that I found. (laughs) And then I copied it over there, printed it out, signed it, and scanned it and sent it back. But that was just mind-boggling. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, that reminds me I once had a similar situation. I think they didn't necessarily need a letterhead, but I needed stamped, right? Like, with, like, a company stamp. And I'm like, yeah, I don't have a stamp. Like, why? Why would I? <laughs> Do you expect me to get one just for this? And like, after some back and forth, they were like, okay, yeah, this one time, it's okay. We're doing it without having it stamped. <laughs> yeah, it's in. It's insane, like how some of these things just haven't like followed the world that we live in. Because it makes sense when stamps and pre-printed letter sheets or sheets of letter paper was like hard to come by. And it was something you would have to purchase and like to be able to purchase it. You had to be a legit company and you could probably like go back to the printer in the town and make sure nobody else was allowed to print your like letterhead uh, and stuff like that. But now... You know, I went on Google templates and was like, this looks good. Okay, yeah. that's the my it's, this is now my official letterhead forever and ever. It's not very pretty. Um and any like it's just uh just doesn't make any sense. But I just did it. Cause I'm nice. old now. I'm not gonna try and to disrupt anything. I just <laughs> sometimes I just it, it doesn't it's not worth <laughs> the time and energy to argue about it, right? Just do it. <laughs> And the whole text was about my uh, company taking like social responsibility or something like that. Like we were, we are committed to do. You're going to treat yourself socially. nice. Yes, and the world around me. Mm, yep. That's good. Good yeah. on you. I know. It's like <laughs> I'm very happy that I got to sign that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> oh, but it's just so much like, oh, what, what do the Americans call it? Like red sticker tape or sticker tape? Where does that term come from? Like, there's like, just like a lot of these things just need to be like signed off on like, you know, where, yeah, it's just like little hoops, but it's, yeah, it's like, just needs to be done. And hopefully just, just this once, right? Hopefully. Yes. I am now in the partner por- profi- portal. I can now you know, work with a multitude of clients. Nice. <laughs> yes. How's the work so far? No, so that's what I've been doing. Well, it was winter vacation last week and, you know, it's Norway. <laughs> right, right, so right. Um, 
So you started and then took already took like two days off. Well, everybody with kids in the office was off last week. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, and then um, I spent time taking compliance courses. Mm, so. Nice. So we'll see when I touch code again. Maybe next week. <laughs> well, then uh, good luck with that, I guess. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Not really. Not really? Okay. Cool. Yeah. Then... And if somebody stayed through my whole rant, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, <laughs> then I guess that wraps us up for this week. Um, yeah. See you on the internet.